0: two past voices we are back well i say we are back more like the kids are back uh, because mr lane is currently on his deathbed figuratively not literally a few weeks we're going to be hearing from other members of staff actually about their childhood their growing up how education has changed unfortunately our original project which was to talk to uh, elderly residents of Colchester to hear how their lives are changing has hit a bit of a snag. We are getting there, but uh, hey, such is life. So I hope you enjoy this one. This will be our last from the kids of the Gilbert School History Club for a while. This is on the History of planes. Hope you enjoy.
1: Hello,
2: I'm Jamal Watson. Hello, I am Dennis Raju. Right, we chose how airplanes, how airplane design has changed over time because I'm really into planes. Yeah. And
1: I had no opinion in this.
0: (laughs) All right, and gents, what was the first aircraft to be made? Uh,
2: The first aircraft to be made was the Wright Flyer. It was the first successful heavier-than-air powered aircraft. And it was designed and built by the Wright brothers. It flew it it flew four times on December 17th, 1903. On the sep- on December on that day, they they felt ready for their first attempt at power at powered flight. With the help of men from the nearby government life saving station, the Wrights moved the flyer and its launched rail to the incline of a nearby sand dune, Big Hill, Devon Hill intended to make a gravity-assisted takeoff. The brothers tossed a coin to decide who would get the first chance at piloting, and Wilbur won. The airplane left the rail, but Wilbur pulled too sharply, stalled, and came down in about three seconds with minor damage. Repairs after the aborted flight first took three days. When they were ready again on December 17, the wind was averaging more than 20 miles an hour, so the brothers laid the launching rail on level ground. Pointed into the wind near the camp, this would be the wind instead of an inclined launch, provided the necessary airspeed for takeoff. Because Wilbur had already had the first chance, Wilbur took his turn at the controls. His flight lasted 12 seconds for a total distance of 120 feet, 36.5 meters, shorter than the wingspan of a Boeing 747.
0: Alright, right, fantastic. Thank you very much. Now, what were these first aircraft like then? Because I reckon we've all seen a picture, or most people would have seen a picture of the Wright brothers' plane. But yeah, what were these things like?
1: Early aircraft were flimsy and unstable, slow and in most cases were quite dangerous to fly. They were constructed with materials such as wood and canvas and did not have any control surfaces. The use of wood and canvas is construction as to metals such as aluminium was largely because engines of the time were relatively heavy for the power they produced. Therefore, the weight of the rest of the aircraft would have to be as low as possible. Many aircraft of the time were bit planes as a single wing would not provide adequate lift for the aircraft. Many aircraft of the time also used metal cables and struts outside of the wings so that the wing would not fall apart. This greatly increased drag and lowered speed.
0: right onto world wars then chaps World War one and two go.
1: Aircraft in World War one did not differ greatly from that of early aircraft. Many were bit planes using struts to strengthen wings and used canvas and wood as part of their construction. However, advances in engine design led to use of rotary and radial engines in aircraft produced more power and allowed aircraft to carry guns and bombs and be used as part of war.
0: Fantastic. Right, so that was the First World War. I think you mean biplanes, right? Yeah.
1: So it's says bit planes. No, it's biplanes, right. bi it's right. no, no,
0: It's biplanes. It's biplanes. It's, it's, it's all right. But yeah, so the university I went to um, was the site where they made a lot of these planes, the uh, de Havilland site. And uh, all the roads and things are named after the planes that this guy made. Right. Uh, Second World War then. Why is it... Second World War.
1: Aircraft played a major part in World War Two. More powerful engines and advances in wing design led to aircraft becoming faster and more agile and stable, carry more guns and ammunition and travel longer distances. Different aircraft were now used for multiple roles such as reconnaissance, bombing targets, shooting down enemy aircraft and attacking ground targets. People realised that the aeroplane was a powerful weapon. This led to major advances in aircraft design from both the Axis powers and the Allies as both sides tried to outdo each other and create a more powerful weapon. This led to the creation of the jet engine by Frank Whittle and the introduction of the first jet
3: fighter, the ME-260.
0: Right, so how did air travel change then throughout the history of flight?
3: In the early days of aviation, air travel was noisy, unpleasant and was not really that safe either air travel was only available to the rich and despite this it wasn't profitable. Typical aircraft of the era such as the Ford Shimota were allowed and relied on wood and canvas construction. This caused a lot of maintenance problems as the wood was prone to rot. However, with the introduction of the Douglas DC-3 air travel became safer and more comfortable than ever before. The aircraft utilised all metal construction, two powerful Pratt & Whitney engines and revolutionary wing design. The aircraft was so safe that it could fly comfortably with one engine even if the other failed. Furthermore, the aircraft was well ahead of its time and is still used today, 70 years after it was first introduced. The invention of the jet engine engine led many aircraft to travel faster and further than ever before. It also had a major effect on the designs of airliners. The first jet airliner was have the comet and traveled at around 500 miles per hour. However, its success was limited after numerous crashes occurred due to a design flaw. The first successful jet airliner was the Boeing 737 and arrived after the <coughs> Comet since the year it was produced. The Boeing 737 was undergone many improvements and is still in
2: service today.
0: So how did the the, uh, design of aerofoils change throughout the history of flight?
2: Uh, Early aircraft had a very thin aerofoil that had a high camber. Over time, the availability of wind tunnels led to thicker aerofoils, which were more efficient in generating lift. This allowed more freedom in aircraft design as all cr- aircraft did not have to have two wings to sub- supply the adequately to supply lift for the aircraft. Over time, the quest for faster aircraft led to design such as laminar flow airfoil, which means it's more aerodynamic, basically, and the supersonic aerofoil which that we see today. Airfoils vary with the type of aircraft, and have fast fast aircraft have thin airfoils, whereas slow aircraft have thick airfoils. Yeah.
0: Right, how did the shape of wings on aircraft change over time?
2: Only aircraft often had straight wings with sharp, uncurved edges. This was largely due to the poor knowledge of aerodynamics at the time. However, as knowledge about aerodynamics increased, wings began to vary in shape. One notable example would be the elliptical wing on the British Supermarine Spitfire. The wing provided excellent stability and made the Spitfire a legendary fighter aircraft. As time went on and technology improved, the quest for the sound barrier became more realistic. Many Spitfire aircraft would often go into dive from immense height in the quest for breaking the sound barrier. However, the wings of the aircraft would often shudder violently, and in one case, Spitfire's wings actually swept backwards due to the immense aerodynamic strain. The reason to why swept wings are better for supersonic aircraft is more difficult. However, in short, the swept wing makes the aircraft think it's flying slower. However, there is a price to pay for swept wings, as they generally have low, low, poor low-speed performance. This is a problem, especially at landing, but with the delta wing, you get a good high-speed performance, as well as good low-speed performance due to its larger surface area.
0: All right, so so what is a delta wing? Is that like a rectangular-type wing? Or? It's like
2: a triangle, sort of. Oh,
0: okay. Oh, okay. Because you
2: see it on like, the Euriflighter Typhoon and stuff.
0: Huh? So what advances in engine design emerged throughout the history of flight?
2: As aviation continued, aero engines developed to create faster aircraft. It soon became apparent that a different engine was necessary for a faster aircraft. This led to the development of the jet engine. The jet engine allows air into it through an intake. The air is then compressed and ignited with fuel before being shot out of the exhaust. The most basic jet engine. That's how the most basic jet engine works. Although there are other ones, such as the turbofan, so on. Pat. Although, uh, in the early days, jet engines weren't really that weren't really that efficient. So this led to the development of tur- the turboprop engine. Turboprop engines are jet engine derivatives. They use gas turbines that extract. <coughs> the work from the hot exhaust of the jet engine to drive a rotating shaft which then rotates propeller. This, is, this, this makes the um, engine more fuel efficient although it does not allow for as high a speed as a jet engine. Earlier jet engines were usually piston-engined, used pistons. These were usually in an inline or a radial configuration with a radial having the cylinders in a circle and an inline either being in a, st- in a straight line or a V configuration.
0: What is uh, the largest aircraft to have been produced?
2: So the
3: Airbus, 3, Airbus A380 is the largest commercial aircraft ever made. The a His first flight was in 2005 and was introduced in 2007. It remains the largest commercial aircraft ever created and it is only smaller than the Antonov 225. It, It can carry up to 800 passengers and has cruising speed of 522 miles per hour. It is also massive, and it has beds for the first-class passengers that pay over a £1,000 for the experience. The Antonov 225 remains (coughs) the biggest aircraft ever created, despite it being (coughs) over 25 years before it was first produced. It is powered by six turbofan engines and has the biggest length and wingspan. Of a plane in the world. There is only one in the world that was sort of developed during the Cold War in the 18, 1980s, and it was used to transport the Buran spacecraft to the Soviet space program. The Antonov 225 was developed from its smaller predecessor, predecessor the Antonov 145. One, two, four. Its first flight occurs on the twenty first of December, nineteen eighty eight. The Antonov two hundred and twenty five has set two hundred world records and remains the only jet aircraft to have six engines.
0: Fantastic! It's that a, it's a predecessor. Yeah, predecessor. That's a, that's all right. That um that's that stat about the um uh the beds on the A three hundred and eighty. I think that's Emirates, isn't it? I think that's ten grand rather it's than a thousand. Yeah. Ten
1: grand just for bed.
0: Yeah, because it costs you about a thousand just to fly to say Australia yeah. or somewhere. Okay, that's fine. Um but yeah, I'm pretty sure it's I'm pretty sure it's up near the, the ten thousand pound mark for like their best cabin. I mean that's just mad, isn't it? Who's yeah. paying that? Yeah. Some people people who have, yeah.
2: people have <laughs> too much money.
0: Yeah, exactly. I cannot afford that. All right, last but but not least then, um what are the fastest aircraft to have been made?
1: The X fifteen is the fastest manned aircraft today. It reached a maximum speed of 7274 kilometers an hour or almost 6 times the speed of sound. It was launched by a mother plane and became the first aircraft to go beyond 5 times the speed of sound. The speed was so great had had a wedge-shaped tail to keep it stable. The research carried out by the X-15 went on to produce other aircraft such as the Space Shuttle.
3: Uh
1: Design. The SR-71 was designed with stealth in mind and had a highly aerodynamic design. It was painted with paint that was designed to absorb radar signals. It is designed with revolutionary Pratt & Whitney J-58 engines and was designed by world-famous designer Kelly Johnson.
0: All right, cool. Now we've got some stats there or some specifications. haven't I mean, we? so what are the more kind of headline-grabbing What's ones? a
2: payload. Payload. Is Isn't that what they drop?
0: Yeah, I think that's how many bombs they can carry, yeah. Um, or oh,
2: my god. Well, the SR 71. Well, that's always useful to know how many
1: bombs they drop. <laughs> sure. <from
0: people>. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Uh, 3,500
1: pounds of sensors.
0: Right, okay. I don't
1: get that stat. Let's like, that one. Mm-hmm. Length 107 feet 5 inches. Wingspan 55 feet 7 inches. Height 18 feet 6 inches. Max takeoff weight 172 pounds. 172 pounds. <laughs>
0: 1000 <laughs> <Right. laughs> That's all right. That's okay. £172,000. That's fine. So what about its maximum speed? What's the maximum speed looking at?
1: Maximum speed.
0: Mach 3.3. 3. So it's at three times the speed of sound? Yeah. 2, right, 000. okay. I don't even know what that is. Was that 2,000? Well, um, like 2, Did I say 2,200? It doesn't say it. It's
1: not English. It's just English. <laughs> it's <laughs> even is this? Never so, mind that Three times the speed of sound
0: Alright Boys thank you very very much
3: You're
0: welcome Right very rude of me I never said uh, Like I had proper goodbye so go on lads Say, okay, s- I'll See you later
3: so it, This is by Arthur Sauce, Shamal Watson And Dinesh Dinesh <laughs> <Dini. laughs>
0: And it descends into chaos Thank you very much